Hello everybody and welcome back for another episode of Red Rum Mysteries. Tonight's episode is season one, episode 16, Googsa Abraham Abe Debella. Is it a conspiracy? Tonight's episode will be on the very successful yet short life of Abe Debella. He was bright, handsome, and very driven. So what could all go wrong so suddenly in his life? Stay tuned to find out more about this case. And I wanna apologize in advance if I do mispronounce anything. Abe DeBella was a very headstrong and outspoken attorney who after years of working for other law practices, finally decided to go into business for himself. Abe went on to start his own law practice in Reading, Connecticut. Abe always shot for the stars and it wasn't surprising as the apple tends to fall close to the tree with his father already being a very successful physician at the time. Abe was raised in a very loving and close-knit family. He was the middle child with two younger sisters and two older sisters. Abe was also known for being a proud Second Amendment advocate and owned two firearms of his own. His strong belief in the Second Amendment rights is also said to have ruffled quite a few feathers in the area and most notably with the local police department. They didn't want to give this young, strong, black, and powerful man a gun license and made him jump through several vigorous hoops that they didn't make others do in the town. Abe also dealt with unfair property taxes, which also sometimes had him at odds with city officials. He also got into a confrontation with one of these officials a few nights before his accident. A former girlfriend as well as other friends noted in interviews that Abe regularly had his gun on him during his last few months. The reason why this was was never confirmed. Reading, Connecticut at the time of Abe living there was also predominantly white as it still is, but Abe reported getting dirty looks from his white counterparts as if some didn't think or want him to be there. Maybe his financial status had something to do with it. In the early morning hours of April 5th, 2014, Abe left one of his favorite watering holes, the Black Cat Grill, to make the 15 minute or so drive home, but he would sadly never make it. Less than a mile away from his home, Reading police reported a car accident. Abe's SUV had flipped on its roof at the time, of the accident and due to the scene it appeared Abe had swerved to avoid hitting something. Abe surprisingly wasn't killed in the rollover accident but the scene suggests Abe got out of the car by dragging his body only to be shot in the back right side of his head. Allegedly. Police determined Abe's death to be a suicide which makes not one piece of sense. Why would the successful man in the prime of his life kill himself? Then why would he waste his time flipping his SUV just to drag his own body out of his own car, then lay face down only to shoot himself in the back right side of his head? The back of the head isn't where people who kill themselves usually tend to do it as it's usually in the mouth side of the head or chest. To maneuver a gun that way and to pull the trigger is utterly impossible. 
The rush to rule his death as a suicide was also suspicious as it was announced to the public before his family. It's my opinion Abe was murdered due to jealousy and his death is a cover-up. Police even went as far to say Abe killed himself due to depression and being ashamed. What would he be ashamed of? I wanted to make a point to do this story as the event like this happens way too often and to this day his death is still classified as a suicide even with all the unexplained questions surrounding his death a few of them being a text message on his phone saying turn he just did it which was received by his cell phone a few minutes after 12 a.m what did this mean also why was this text deleted from his phone while in police custody isn't this evidence in his case? Next unexplained question is why was the gunshot said to have entered on the left side of Abe's head? Yes, the left side of his head, not the right side of Abe's head. When guess what? Abe was right-handed. So he not only awkwardly shot himself on the left side of his head, but also did it with his left hand only, which wasn't his dominant hand. The next unexplained question, if Abe had shot himself, why wasn't his DNA found on the gun or even on the trigger? Did he wipe the gun clean after he committed suicide by shooting himself with his left hand? And if he did, why didn't he clean the other person's unidentified DNA off of the gun after he shot himself? You see, all this makes no sense. Yes, that's right. There was another person's DNA found on the gun's trigger and yes of course it's still unidentified so a whole another person's DNA is found on the gun yet his death is still ruled a suicide now the next unexplained question is why was there none of Abe's DNA found on the bullet and why was it found four whole days after the murder sounds like some very shady police work to me and the bullet also sounds planted the next unexplained question is why wasn't the bullet found at the scene matching the gun it was allegedly shot from? How is this the case still suicide and also the only way police figured this out was by firing an additional shot into Abe's front seat to see if it matched. Did all their police training all of a sudden go out of the window? This sounds like they were just hindering and tampering with the crime scene. Even more to me. That should have never happened as they have many different ways to test a bullet and to see how, where it came from. And not one time have I ever heard besides this case of them testing a bullet on a murder victim's car, which is technically evidence in his case. Now, another unexplained question, I can't even remember what number we're on as there are so many unexplained questions, but there was a hair found on the passenger side's window of the car, which you guessed it was never tested. Why is that? Also, there was a footprint on the back of the jacket Abe had on at the time of his death, meaning someone stepped on his lifeless body if they didn't want to rule Abe's death as a suicide, I think the officers in charge of investigating 
the crime and crime scene should be charged with negligence and obstructing or covering up a crime. You have to be absolutely nuts to listen to the story and think that it's just a suicide. Fortunately, as of 2020, petitions are calling to reopen the investigation into Abe's death as well as the NAACP launching an inquiry into the death of Abe in 2021. So if you can go sign the petitions into reopening the death of Abe DeBella, please do so. I'd also like to take time out to send my condolences out to the DeBella family as well as his friends affected by this tragic story. Well, that's all for today, but always remember to stay safe and stay vigilant. You never know, you could help save a life.